Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. You're the best agent we have. How do you prepare for such tense missions? By waking up every morning, going up on the roof, and kissing. And by repeating my own personal mantra. Poopity scoop, poopity scoop. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam, back in the sports bar, it's your boys, Andrew Levins and Angus Truscott. We're here, and look, it's good to be back. Last time we recorded, we were in this very sports bar, we are in this same... Uh, same booth. Same booth, same chair, uh, it's in a glass case, it's kind of like where Obama and um, Anthony Bourdain ate in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to sit there, but they, they knock it down every week, we come in and we record. But then we went away together, separately, but together, and ran into each other. In a whole new location. We were at Splendor in the Grass, a festival in uh, Byron Bay, New yeah. South Wales. Which I think we described kind of as our shitty Coachella last episode. I think, like, okay, let's go full thoughts. Let's, let's spend a moment of time talking about the festival. Because, like, I feel like, you know, when I was a teenager and early 20s, festivals were the best. It was like... It's what you... It was my Christmas present. Like, I remember my... <laughs> Post-pubescent years coincided with me stop getting like... Is post-pubescent a thing? <laughs> yeah, we're post-pubescent. Okay, so... I don't like so, the word so, adulthood. Okay, right, sure. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Jack Robin Williams. I'm, um... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in any... I'm in old school, the movie. <laughs> but, uh... Any gift that I got as a teenager post-puberty... It stopped being like a big video game, a AAA title and like Lego and shit. And it was like, here's your big day out ticket. You know what I mean? It was like yeah, the totally. thing I got. And it was like, I was just... Set, it was set in stone and it was my gift for like years, you know? Was what like, was the first like weekend festival, like camping festival you did? Did you do one? I never camped. No, it was a Splendor. Right. I went with Kiko, friend of the show, <laughs> off mic. <laughs> off, off mic, friend of the show. For a reason. Also known as just a friend. <laughs> just a friend. No, just fr- off mic, friend of the show. Um, he and I went to Splendor in 2003 or four, like one of the very early ones, maybe four. Mm. Maybe, no, it was three. Yeah, 2003. And that was um, that was eye opening. Just finished high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was young, dumb, and <laughs> full <laughs> <The> of <next> fun. <laughs> full of fun. Uh, that wasn't full of cum because I was post pubescent. All you did was masturbate. Um, yeah, and I did that, and I was like, "Cool, I'm never camping again." Uh, that's it for me. As you know, I'm a man of creature comforts, <laughs> yeah, an sure. owner of many room shoes. <laughs> you know, an owner of many room sets. If Apple made a tent, would you start camping? Well, then it just becomes the uh, Tom Haberfield uh, Parks and Rec tent. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I need hot running water and a closing door. Right. Like, I need that. I, like, we've evolved to a point where I don't need those other things. Like, imagine if the sports bar wasn't the sports bar. Like, we love the sports bar because it has closing doors. It has running water. Those are the only two reasons I love this place. It's the only reason I come here. If this was outside and you needed to line up for drink tickets to root... No. Nah. Um, yeah, but ever since then, I've kind of only ever worked at music festivals. Mm-hmm. I went to day festivals, like your big day outs and home bakes and stuff like that. But as you too, once you work in the music industry, the sheen of them disappears, especially when you start working at them and it becomes whether you're performing like yourself or working like behind the scenes, producing stuff like myself, you, you automatically switch between like the guy who lines up an hour before a band starts to watch it to the guy who's like, cool, they're on in a minute and I can get the best seat in the house. Like not in a wanky show off way, but sure. it just becomes very different. And you're like, I'm not going to see any bands this weekend because I'm working, but I'll try and see one or two that mean a lot to me personally. And then you're like, this is sick. Yeah, like, that happened to me this weekend. Yeah. I, 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 like I, when I was playing like 
So wait, 10. you played a fuck off amount of hours, didn't you? That yeah, I played 28 hours of DJing. And this, I saw you the, for a few festival. of them in between and during. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I held it together pretty well. You were great like considering you told me your night before as well. Oh yeah, I, uh, I got so drunk one of the days at the festival. Um, this guy was too body wine deep, weren't you? Yeah, well, I, I found one of my favourite bottles of wine by this uh, winemaker in Melbourne. He buried it last year. <laughs> Patrick Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> he had a treasure map. And I was, uh, they had it behind the bar the, in one of the VIP bars. And I was just like, just buying it by the bottle and just pretty much drinking it by myself. Um, yeah. You know, surrounded by others, but not, wine not, was not, it? not Tell me about this wine. What, what uh, I have his name's Patrick of? Sullivan. Yeah. It's called Jumpin' Juice. It's a natural natural wine. Got a little bit of a uh, natural There's one thing that HeyFam is trying to really get into the... The world of it's Natty sponsored wine. Natty wine, yeah, spo- yeah, definitely. In fact, we even spoke about a, a natural podcast, podcast that I want to tell you do, do with Noon, who I do moods with, where we sit down and drink a case of wine and hit record, like just four different bottles. A or case something. of wine, four bottles okay, between okay, us. Okay, sure. No, yeah. like a like an artisanal case, like a get drinks or someone to sponsor and yeah. do like three bottles and know nothing about wine. I know nothing about it and talk, describe each bottle as we're drinking and talk about anything. That's a good idea, right? It's great. I'd listen to at least fifteen minutes of it. You could listen to the first 15 minutes and then skip to the last oh, five. Oh, that's a really good experiment. Or maybe we cut out the middle and that's all it is. We'll give you the best <laughs> bits. If you want to hear that, uh, tell us. Yeah. Um, we'll maybe do it as a Patreon. That could be really good, actually. That'd be funny. I'm on board with this podcast now. Yeah, what could we call it? Hey, you should be in it as well. All right. Then we can make it a Patreon episode. Just Perfect. the drunk. We'll stop doing Hey FMs because we're probably going to get sued soon. <laughs> and we'll just replace it with drinking wine and then, then sp- selling you wine. Great. But we'll talk about music. <laughs> so I drink like... Two, three bottles of this on Saturday. Is it orange? Um, no, it's like a, it's a natural red, so it's like a oh, right, right, right. natural fizz to it. It's, li- it's yeah, a yeah, lighter yeah. red. Like you the Vader one that I've got. cold. It's very good. Like the Vader one I've yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. We've got a drink still. We've got to smash some of those. That's um, three years now I've had that. Yeah, the, the natural ones don't really age well, so we should drink that soon. You said they opened the... I have this Darth Vader wine. Yeah, it's a pet nat, so um, it has a the, the natural fizz. Yeah, that, shit, I have to has. register it in the... Um, like, uh, what's that thing you do where you the census? Because it's probably alive and got culture in it, right? I need to say, like, there's the third person. There's a Migos album in there. <laughs> you said that they opened one once, the same wine, and it hit the ceiling. Like the yeah, the, the cork like shot out of the ceiling, of oh, and then like the wine, half the bottle just exploded out of it. You've, but there are tips that's seventy dollars there, folks. <laughs> I've I've been told how to open this. So when, when, your mouth over yeah. it. Trying to no, you just smash it into your face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I drank a lot of this wine and then I um, was like, oh, fuck, I've got a DJ again. It, I was drinking every day from midday till 4 p.m. Yep. And then um, at several different midnight till 2 p.m. Like sponsored tent location yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Like wine bars and uh, Prosecco like, if, bar. I feel like the idea of a uh, Prosecco spritz already made up in a bottle and poured over ice. I certainly don't. But Jacob's some, Creek? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Listen bet, to these baby. brands. I went to Jacob's Creek Brewery this year when I was doing the winery tour that when I was so in Adelaide. That's weird. Why? What's there? Okay, it's like sure. a, you drink every wine. Like it's not, it's in the um, Barossa. Uh-huh. And uh, it's like all the wineries are there. Like this is the HeyFam travel show now. <laughs> they're all next to each other and you just go there and drink free wine. Like they have every wine and they're like, do you want to try our news? Uh Aperol spritz or whatever they had. Prosecco, Prosecco, Prosecco spritz. spritz. I was like, no. And then went home and watched Home Alone 2. It's one of those things where they, they give you, someone gives you a glass at first and you're like, oh my God, this is vile. And then suddenly you're 10 in and you're like, oh, that's pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was playing there and I also played a cider, a cider place that's too. That's right. Uh, Prosecco bar went the fuck off. It was a good playing that, starting my day with that every day. Um, but yeah, getting back to the cider um, tent at one point on Saturday night. Yeah. I was like, shit, I gotta go to my car, get my DJ gear, and then head back into the festival. And yeah. on the way back in, I got stopped by security. That's right, because you're too slammed, right? I was hammered. Uh, and when I get really we drunk. We should have done a drunk cast. My eye, I couldn't talk. I owe, you owe me one. I definitely, yeah. So I couldn't talk, so I was probably halfway to your level. Yeah, you owe me drunk. one, definitely. I was sober the whole weekend. I was driving people back and forth. I was very much. Business Angus. And uh, he was like, sorry, I can't let you back into the festival. And I said, but I'm playing. I'm working. I've got this pass. And he was like, I don't care. You're fucked. You How can't. did you get in? I just continued to blag. And I think I pulled out my phone and showed him my set time or some bullshit like that. And then I got to the stage and there was a power blackout. And there was no equipment. You were blacked out and he, the yeah. power was blacked out. No, there's nothing like there is. Some, you know how you have moments that where you just sober up immediately? Yeah. Um, for a sort like of when you're about time. to get killed or something yeah, when exactly. you're walking home so I, had to, I had to set up the equipment from, from scratch which I normally don't do normally you get there and other people do it yeah, yeah. Yeah. and they have you know a hundred techs that could have done it but no uh, you didn't they're, they're all this so I did it myself while hammered using um, a torch on the yeah, phone yeah there was no like, lighting I was, I was like oh apparently the power's going to come back on I may as well set it up that's insane and then uh, I did finally started playing and then uh 
I, I don't have any recollection of my DJ set whatsoever that you night. You had all your gear? No one stole anything? No, and I, I packed everything up really neatly. Didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't leave a charger behind. How weird is it when you have those blackout drunk moments and you're like, oh, cool, I like put my wallet where it normally goes. Yeah, it's yeah, like you totally. have these like funny routines or you're like, oh, I like cooked something and then cleaned up. Like, that's crazy. Like Your you, body just goes into like muscle memory. Yeah, I've done so this funny. before. It's fine. It's so I don't weird. need the brain. I'm like, there's my wallet. Oh, there's my bag. There's everything. Oh, my keys. Cool. Like, and so people awesome. are asking me the next morning, like, hey, how was your set last night? I'm like, I don't know. I don't I've know, got man. no idea. It's and off in the ether now. It belongs to the people. But then I <laughs> Like I was every going, episode of Hey Fam, it just belongs to you now. Exactly. I was going through my phone and noticed that there were videos of me from the night before. Oh, yeah. I saw those. I put them on my Instagram. They're you so like a bouncer or something, funny. right? Yeah, the RSA monitor, just, just de- l- l- singing Justin Bieber boys, and Flo Rida songs. Just the boys in the yeah, booth. My new best friend. Is he touring with you he's actually He's actually replacing you on Hey Fam now. That's fine. I'm going to do this wine thing. I yeah. think that's a good idea. I'm feeling very passionate about talking about a subject. Like I barely know what we talk about on HeyFam, the <laughs> subject. So no, I do. I can't wait to do. I want to get out of research. My, no, we don't. Re- I'm going to do even less research on this and uh, then drive home. I'm going to go to a studio and drink them and then drive. Uh, I'm not. Don't drink drive. Don't do it again. Oh, what a song. But definitely drink podcast. <laughs> the U2. Sweetest you 2 just came on in the sports bar. The sweetest thing. Their long yep. lost song. That's right. It was a B-side that was resurrected or something. But... uh. Hey, there are better YouTube podcasts on the internet, I think. Yeah, well, ours is a little better. Apparently, uh, you know, the, the, the U- yeah, are you talking YouTube to me? There's Scott Aukerman. And they're and an Scott. REM one they're doing now. Yeah, but um, they, they interviewed uh, Bono. The, the Edge and Bono. Yeah, on the, the last episode, episode I think. so weird and cool. Well, one day, we're going to interview um, Zack Snyder and Shigeru Miyamoto together. And Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith. That when we do that, we quit. No, you've already done Kevin Smith, but we've got to do it together. In person. We've got to make him cry. We've got to bring up the tweet and we've got to say how shit... Um, Hollyweed was. That's yeah. right. Last week was Hollyweed. Seems like a long time ago. It really does. Because um, yeah, as and a we're whole, all getting sponsored content now. Yeah. So we've everyone who listens to this podcast, we're we're not in cahoots with. What's the service he's doing it through? I cut some whatever show, whatever that, shit idea that won't be around much. It's longer. like a, like a Patreon, but for. But for, uh, like yeah, and you series. pay for stuff that's not even out yet. Yeah, you, you it's pay, even worse than what you guys are paying for on Patreon. For like new at least episodes. You get, at least you get content. This is like, oh, it might happen. But yeah, everyone who's been listening to Hey Fam or ourselves, we're getting sponsored content for Ke- and it looks so low budget. It's like him standing in a weed dispensary with like it looks like one of the things I make on um Instagram, like Fonto, that app. It's yeah, like, yeah. But I purposely make that look bad. This is like, holy shit, he does need money. Holy I, weed. Um, and we're still getting humble castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've really my algorithm's fucked up now. Now all I get advertised is Hollyweed and Humble Castle. Seriously, I want to speak to the humble. If anyone's listening to this, who's um, look how big Vince McMahon's suit is. Oh, it's gone. Um, <laughs> now I know what it feels like to listen to Hey Fam. Hang on, have a look. You telling me about things that I can't it's see. It's wrestling, not him. Who's Vince McMahon? He's the CEO of WWE. All oh, right, he's the guy that him. Look how big his suit is. It's a big suit. You know him. He's from memes. Yeah, yeah. When of something good happens yeah. and he's doing that face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks he's insane. From memes. <laughs> Great you know stuff. Him? From uh, from memes, um, uh, Splendor as a whole, I thought was a really good festival. Yeah, it was experience. the best one we did. Look, I I don't talk about my work much, but we killed it this year, and it was smooth as hell. I think it was the best headliners in a long time. This is a, yeah, this is, you worked in the drug testing um, <laughs> tent. I was testing every drug. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this one's good. Get him in there. <laughs> this one's bad. Give them all to me. I'm going to sell them. No, um, yeah, Kendrick was great. I saw him last night. No, the night before as well. Through Sideshow, which was great. But uh, the Splendor Show was the one for me. Like, there was so many people there. It was insane. I got so many photos of just, like... The hill Just the crowd full of people. It was insane. And I was in the... um, I was at the mixing desk. Oh, yeah. Because I had this, like, crazy production pass. And so, it was better than, like, the AAAs. Like, it was working. Yeah, yeah. And um, Bailey and I worked with Had It, but we requested them last year because we usually got... We got to cover stuff. And if you go to a thing and they're like, it's at capacity. And you're like, but I'm AAA. And... They're like, sorry, you can't get in. But this was like awesome. And um, man, we're like 100 meters from the stage, but just no one around us <laughs> except 30,000 people either side of like a barrier. It was yeah, so sure. cool. And I saw Vampire Weekend. They were the two sets, my non-negotiables, who I was like, I need to watch. I'll work everything else and just watch stuff from afar or in passing or cover it briefly. But yeah. Vampire- you and me both watched 10 minutes of Lil Xan. That's right. Yeah. Just the one of the weirdest shows was, I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm never one to be like kids these days, so I'm not going to. But um, yeah, you know, he did his thing. He declared Xanarchy on <laughs> on Byron, which I was like, do I, is that, a, is this when I have to say something? Do I say something? I've seen something. Do I say something now? Is there a it's state of Xanarchy? So weird comparing Kendrick's set, which was like a very stripped down, different production 
versions of all of his songs. Yeah, live band. With the live band, which featured two drummers. Two and drummers, bassists. Alternate vocal to parts, plus with him rapping over it. And then Lil Ninjas. Zam. Lil Zam was just him rapping over his, his, own, his, his own mixtape tracks. Barely. 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 Just and yelling the, and parts. the classic My Favorite DJ trope, which... um. Is a big SoundCloud rapper trope. The, D- the DJ always firing off a machine gun in between. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. kind of died for a while, but it's made a big comeback. It's like the second wave of machine gun. Uh, I think you were just seeing uh, more work rappers that weren't using uh, machine guns for a while. Yeah, they were using. They like, never went anywhere, baby. Yeah, they were using Splatoon guns. <laughs> <laughs> I want a DJ who splats. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanna, can you, you do that? DJ who you D- can you do that next? Yeah, set? I love that. That's Scooter great. Scooter a quid. You go the roll up <laughs> just, <laughs> just different spl- uh, different um, Splatoon sound effects in between tracks yeah that's really great everyone's like what the fuck's going on like three people in the audience are like I'm, I hear yeah, you yeah, totally. I hear you I'm, I'm a, a kid. squid I'm a kid <laughs> yo put your hands up if you're a quid squid if you're a kid I'm neither because both aren't allowed at Splendor. <laughs> so while you uh, spent every day, you know, working very hard and then heading back to a luxurious Gold Coast apartment. That was um, Byron apartment. Byron apartment. Uh, Watching I, um, Guy Fieri and shit. Because I was playing till 2am every night and then on again again at, at midday. Um, I decided yep. to stay on site. In, it made uh, sense. In guest camping. Um, it was glamping, which is a word I hate. It wasn't really glamping, but it was like you get there. It's already like a pretty nice modern um, was it a bed? canvas tent. And then there's a yeah, there's a bed frame with a mattress on it in the tent. That's glamping. Like is it, you weren't glamping the- like, like a, uh, like a caravan or something. No, you still. I think it's a tent. Right. Okay. Sure. Like, the fact there was a bed and you weren't on the ground and stuff. Okay. I think sure. Was, yeah. I think yeah. That, that that to me, I'm I, I'm not a, I'm not the one to ask. I'm not a, the great outdoors. I'm not. I'm if not, you're a glamper, hit us up. Yeah. The great outdoors. Was that a show? It was a show. Yeah. Ernie, Ernie Dingo. Dingo. Yeah. I'm not Ranger Stacy. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not. I'm neither Ranger Stacy nor Ernie Dingo. And so don't don't. Don't call me those ever. Mm-hmm. Don't co- call me by my name. <laughs> Ranger Dingo. Ranger Dingo. Um, but I'd call that glamping. Okay. Oh, well, I glamped. Uh, and I spent a great deal of time... Charging... Playing Hollow Knight in my t- in my extremely cold and dark tent. Because I was my, my whole plan was like, oh, it's so good. Like, you know, I've got... You were having Hollow Nights while playing Hollow Knight. A few, a few of, like, two of the days I'm going to have from, like, four till midnight free. And I'm just going to go back to my tent and, like, read comics and play video games. And uh, of course, the uh, the allure of the did you um, take a bunch of hard like of um, hard copy comics with you? Yeah, to read for the series issues podcast. And uh, but by the time I got back to the tent, it would be really cold and dark, so I wouldn't be able to see shit. Uh, so I'd just go back to the festival and drink three bottles of wine instead. Yeah, you. That's the best way to do it. But I thought, as a whole, like uh, the the make up of the of the festival this year, the kids like were moderately well behaved, like. And I feel like yeah, I only saw one dude getting arrested, and that was because I was outside of the festival, walking around behind the scenes. And uh, it also was a pretty female-dominated festival, I thought, as well, well in terms you know, of crowd. It was crowd. the first female headliner since Florence and the Machine, like for three oh, that, years that was, ago. That was a good one. It was like them and the Strokes played on that that awesome stage at yeah. Woodford. Yeah, yeah. So it was a long time. I like that side. It was a long time between um, female headliners, so it was cool to see Lord yeah. up there. Night but one. I mean, as a crowd, it was like uh, it felt a lot less like dumb blokey yeah, as sure. the festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I get that. It's, and there's a lot uh, less intox. Like besides myself, obviously, but like uh, <laughs> well, you were the one that yeah, you set the bad example, and no one followed through. No. Not even me. Stupid kids. Yeah, I know. What have, what have we done? I was like dry as hell. But yeah, good festival. It's great. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw Kendrick. I saw Ten Minutes Little Zan, and I saw my friends Nina, Las Vegas, and Anna Luno play their sets. That's 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 that's, that's ins- why we do these. That, that's my live music. Uh, Quota for the year well, I saw filled. Vampire Weekend Who I'm like a huge fan of They're like one of my favourite bands I think Ezra Koenig's like Just great at doing stuff Not just music But his Beats 1 show is awesome Man, His Twitter if, presence is incredible If I came and found you that night You would have fucking hated me so much I would have ruined your night was, It would have been um, last First hour of Last Jedi All over again yeah. <laughs> It would have been like Get away from me Don't <laughs> talk to me um, They were amazing Like 7 piece now Could have Female backing vocalist um, Different dude Like Um when Rostam left the group, you know how one of the members left mm-hmm. after the third record? They've kind of divvied up his duties into like four members. Right. Which they sound better for him. Yeah, cool. so layered. It sounded, there was no backing tracks. That's like great. everything was incredibly layered. Tons of new shit? No. It was no, right. Greatest hits. Oh, great. Yeah, which was good. I think they, hit, they were like, it's our first show in five, uh, it's our first time in Australia in five years, our first festival show in four years and we're just going to give you what you want. And it was just like the best of the three records. Really. Awesome. And like, non-singles too like deep cuts which was awesome yeah they killed it I, they were one of those everyone's like Vampire Weekend is a headliner like man they haven't done anything for ages and 
are they headliner worthy? And man, they 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 more than proved that they were. They're, they're just such a charming band, and it's easy to be cynical about them. But their music's just so good, and no one has really tried to sound like them, and no one has done it at all successfully. You know? Yeah. Like they really just sound like Vampire Weekend. I spent a lot of time at the festival um, with my AirPods in, um, walking through the crowd, listening to other music that wasn't at the festival. It's so bad. I love it. I know. It's um, such a dick move. It's so good. The new uh, Popcorn album. Oh, yeah. Is it good? The Trey Skull produces really good. And then the, um, the new Internet album. The Internet album. Yeah. Yeah. The Internet album is good. unreal. I was so listening good. to that because um, I came in a bit later every day and I had to drive and pick various folk up from airports. And that was my... Um, that's my driving music. Yeah. Also, yeah, it's a great album. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Big fan of festival food as well. Oh, yeah. we got, I got catering, so like... Not, not as good as festival food. How do you know? I haven't told you what it was. What was it? It's really good. No, it sucks. There was heaps of... There was Jamaican fish pie. Oh, that sounds great. No, actually. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that fuck. was like good shit. Yeah, yeah. There's like legit curries. Like they do different lunches and different dinners, about three meals each night. And like you could go in and you're like, I want this, this, this. And it was all there. It was all part of the working package. Did you smash a Byron Bay organic donut? I don't. I'm not like a donut fan. This will make you a donut fan. This yeah, is right. as, as good as donuts get. I feel like like we went... Where else is out there? Berry is there? Was, is that no, a contender? Berry donuts is very good, but no, yeah. Byron Bay is like... The, the pinnacle. What are we talking like? Crispy outside, fluffy like inside. Fried, like so, it's like cinnamon? proper crunch. Really hot, du- cinnamon sugar dust. Man, if you're eating anything but cinnamon on a donut, I don't want to yeah. fucking know about it. We had this it. horrible franchise called Donut Time in Australia, which I feel like set us back as human. Yeah, humans, like they, 10 they, years. they were like those obnoxious uh, milkshakes you see where they put a cake in it and like a jar of Nutella on the side and yeah, totally. Like another cake, and in it's it. just a round cake covered in icing and, and they're like and, and a straws in it. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. here's your drink, and yeah. you're like, that's actually not a drink. You're yeah. fucked. But um, the best thing about them is they went broke. So, <laughs> so that's what you get for they, 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 You could get like a donut for eight dollars. <laughs> Were they? They're like dumb prices. They're yeah, like, yeah. They were like the size of, yeah, that was shit. Like all I want is hot cinnamon donuts. I'm yeah. not a fan That's of Krispy Kreme shit. Like, this is an enormous cinnamon donut. It's fucking. Is that like shit. an Australian donut? I don't know. Because I know in the states their donuts are like sitting in 7-Elevens and shit, and they're always frosted or glazed and yeah, filled hey, with jam. Uh, hey, American listeners and listeners outside of Australia, do you get fried? Donuts covered in cinnamon. They've got to be fried. How, Is that a thing? Yeah. Did you love growing up and like hitting the mall? I love like growing as a, up. Yeah, growing up's cool. Um, I like I like growing up. The hitting the mall as a kid and seeing like the little donut machine like flipping yes, the mall. It, that, yeah. that brings back and you don't really see that anymore. Because, oh, because we grown up. No, no. So yeah. The, like growing up in, in, in malls for like donut like suburban King, areas as well. Yeah, there would be like this like extensive machine where you saw like the donuts like it was like a Rupert Goldberg machine. Yeah, it was it? amazing. You'd see them squirt out the little like raw dough, and, and then they would go tiny in it, expand, and then they would get like flipped through the oil. I really miss that. I think in the nineties, society was very against the idea of their food being fried. Yeah, so which is dumb. Like how everyone was against MSG. because they're like it's bad for you. And then, it, but then that was like actually I was watching a show about this recently. Um, they got like a room, it was a David Chang show, they got like a room of people who were like, I don't like MSG, it's in Chinese food, it's bad. And then they made them like eat Doritos, all these other things. And they're just like, how do you feel? And they're like, yeah, I'm not getting any of the headaches. And like, yeah, your MSG is actually like instilled racism. Like all of these products you've just eaten have all MSG in them. And they're like, oh, okay. It was like a room full of 20 white people. And they were just like, did you like those Doritos? They're like, yeah, they're really good. They're like, there's heaps of MSG in there. Yeah, just, yeah, it was yeah. really good. And they're like, it's instilled racism. Like it doesn't give you headaches and it's, it's, you're fine. You just made that up. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was really wild. But yeah, there was a big aversion to it. But then the Krispy Kreme became like a big thing here. Like when people did something or went to an airport, they'd be like, I got Krispy Kreme. And I, I saw that like glazed American style donut started to be like in vogue and take over like the classic hot cinnamon boys, yeah, yeah. which is a shame. Like we had a great franchise. I don't know if it's just New South Wales or where I grew up, but Fantasy Donuts. And I had like little pandas as like the logo. I remember that really fondly. And um, I love that growing up. I remember I'd go like late night shopping with my mom after primary school and like it was like, oh, we'll get a donut before we go into like Woolworths or Coles and you walk around with me and that would keep me entertained and I'd just like eat a donut and it was so good. Yeah. The smell, everything. Next, next Splendor, we'll go, we'll, I'll bring you some donuts. Yeah, well, next time I go south, I'm going to get some berry ones and I'll do some reporting. See if you can get, um, see if you can, if you can work Falls Festival this year because they do them there too. Yeah, I, I won't at all. Okay, so I'll, I'll, bring, I'll bring one back <laughs> you bring for some you. Up, I'll get a berry one. I, we don't do broadcasts for them. What? We don't oh, broadcast okay. oh, for yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, interesting. Shit. That's what I mean. I won't. I won't be able to do it for sure. But so, um, yeah, donuts are sick. This has been a good intro. Yeah, incredible. Intro. I like this one. Twenty-five minutes of, of donut and festival talk. That's cool, man. Um, so what else is up? Yeah, what this is what happens every splendor. 
it always coincides with Comic Con, and I spend a lot of splendor using my like passable 4G to watch trailers on my phone. Yeah, totally. Every time, every year, it's like three days. It's the same. Um, so Marvel completely set. Uh, Besides the Spider-Man game, I feel like Marvel could yeah. set Comic-Con out this year. Which I didn't watch that trailer because I it's, know, it's a... It's so close. I just, yeah. It's a story trailer and I still don't want to know the story. Yeah. Like, I, I saw it. It was on YouTube, but it's like um, story trailer for Spider-Man game. It comes out next month or something. Yeah, September 7th, yeah. It's so close. It's so like close. five weeks away. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I'm like, every day I can like, do I want to buy a 4K TV and a PlayStation Pro for that game? Fuck. You probably will. I it's possible. If I can pay off my home loan by then, maybe I'll do it. All right, guys, listen up. We want you Patreon uh, <laughs> money even more. Levin's got to pay off his home loan. Oh, no, we have to. No, don't do that because if we, if, what, how much do we have to hit to get? Are we getting tattoos if we hit a certain amount? It's not on the page. Okay. That's the contract. That was a bit. A unless bit. it's written in black and white, it's a We're bit. pretty close to that goal. <laughs> Are we? Have we got no, more people? Don't worry, we're not. We're nowhere near it. We might have got a few more today. Uh, off the back of people, people really want to help me pay off my home loan. No, people working at the bar, they're like, "What do you? What's this podcast you do?" So they finally, after after two years of us recording at their yeah. bar, they want to know what the, what we're actually doing. Yeah, if but you're yeah, listening. So, so Comic Con went down, and uh, DC, I guess, kind of showed the most stuff off out of anyone. Yeah, they 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 they've been sitting on a bunch of trailers and movies that are seemingly being made for a long time. Um, we got new trailers for Shazam finally our first look the at first trailer proper, yeah our first look at that movie proper and uh, is it the first trailer for Aquaman too or is it yeah, the, yeah right so the first trailer for we just spent a lot of fun times in Atlantis with him uh, and the whole gang in Justice League so maybe that's why you're that's why you're confused Aqua my man back before they retconned the way they talk underwater <laughs> we're in the trailer they're just chatting away underwater and that's then right. Zack Snyder had that like 10 seconds of making a bubble around them to chat which Justin Lin's just like nah so that's cool already to have some like some <laughs> of the like pseudoscience already um, dismayed. Um, so, should we talk about those trailers? Did you like them both? Um, I thought Shazam was fun. Yeah, definitely. I that was Shazam, like big. Shazam was like real clunky at start, but I was won over to it by the end. Yeah, it was like big, the superhero movie. Yeah, exactly. They or, played uh, it for laughs. It's it's. I, I kept being like, I can't <laughs> believe this is a DC. It reminded me of Jingle All the Way. Because of the outfit, Captain. I guess so, uh, and also just like the general kind of like goofy tone of it. Yeah, I, I'm out of all of the DC stuff. That's the thing I'm most pumped for. Yeah, me too. It just looks fun, and I'm like, I can't. Watching that, the last thing I was thinking about was, like, Batman and Superman pulverizing each other and yelling their mum's names out. Yeah, I, I like how it's like undoubtedly a, a kid in a in the in the suit of an adult. The dude like, playing um, Zachary Levi. Levi, he was great. Yeah, at his, I really when you saw him as uh, Captain Marvel or Shazam, whatever they're calling yeah. him, um, he's a great. He's like got this giddy kid like excitement. And it reminded me a lot strength of strength or his own powers. Yeah, probably it reminded good. me a bit of like the first Spider Man. Yes, when you see him testing his powers, Definitely. that was very. I was getting shades of the Raimi Spider Man, and yeah, that was seems fun. I'm like on board for it. I'm glad to see them just doing something that's not in the rain and at dark and like heroes who haven't earned <laughs> a, a grudge against one another pulverizing one another well Angus speaking of those things <laughs> what did you think of the Aquaman trailer um it was so so the only bit I liked was the end when you see them like riding crabs and sharks <laughs> like weaponizing sharks yeah. and seahorses I was like this is cool it reminds me a lot of the Green Lantern movie yeah even like the green looking people they meet underwater yeah. at one stage yeah, it look. It doesn't look great. I thought it looks. Hopefully, it's just early effects. But it looked. I thought it just looked very ugly and ordinary, like yeah. extremely green screen. Uh, he's not charming. I find he's just. Uh, you can tell he doesn't really like it. Yeah, he just looks just like someone who's in the king, like in Kings of Leon. <laughs> like he's just kind of there. I don't know. Yeah. I, you can see they're going for the Thor thing. I hope I like this one, but I yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm I like trepidated. movies by Justin Lin. So what else has he done? He did uh, Star Trek Beyond two. and Hotel Transylvania 3. No, and the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Like, he can do action very well. Um, I didn't watch the Godzilla trailer yet. Fuck, it's, my, it's my pick of all the trailers. Right, sure. It's phenomenal, man. Is it like more monsters besides Godzilla? Yeah, it's called um, Godzilla King of Monsters. Uh, it is James Wan. I kept saying James Lee. I'm so sorry. I actually got these Asian directors mixed up. I knew I did. So I'm so racist. The worst I'm so ally. sorry. Um, I just watched Star Trek Beyond yesterday. That's why. And I was looking at his discogra- filmography. Um, I watched all three Star Trek movies <laughs> on my day off. <laughs> the JJ2. And um, I'm going to watch nothing but... I've done all the Tom movies. Now I'm watching space movies for like a month. Unreal. Straight. So I kicked off with... Is there um, any Tom Cruise space movies? Yeah, Oblivion. I'm going to class that as one. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to get some crossover. 
But uh, yeah, so in Justin Lin had done Star Trek Beyond, which was the most recent and one. He's not doing Aquaman. No, James Wanos, who yep. did like The Conjuring and. Um, so I take back everything yeah, I he said did about do the last. No, but this is what he did. Movie. He did Fury yeah. Seven, yeah. so that's where my confusion was. Yep. Yeah, um, Fury Seven was good. It was the second last one. It was the one where um, Paul Walker dies. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was good. That Paul Walker died. <laughs> that's sad. Um, my pick is the Godzilla King of Monsters. Okay. It was a beautiful trailer. Yeah, like, sick. did you see Ryan Johnson tweet about it? No, I didn't. It's I, just I, like whoever decided to use like whichever genius decide to use Claire de Lune like the classical piece oh, in the trailer he's like deserves a Nobel Prize like, that's amazing just watch the trailer after this it's a beautiful trailer imagine they started giving Nobel Prizes for trailers movie trailers yeah I mean they gave Pulitzer to Kendrick Lamar imagine the people who did Suicide Squad trailer they would probably get a uh, Nobel Prize so weird that, that, that at one point in the in Kendrick's show it, it comes up with Pulitzer Kenny Pulitzer Kenny fucking loved it it's I'm so like funny. that's such that's the best clout like he just flexed on everybody yeah. and no one there had a Pulitzer. Yeah. No one in that state had a Pulitzer. No, no one. It was so sick. I thought that was <laughs> such an amazing flex. Um, the trailer's great. Yeah, it looks like the plot's like the world is, like, you know, global warming, all this shit, like, has reached a point and um, there's all these Titan. Have you, you haven't seen any of the Monsterverse movies, have you? No, I've seen a lot of classic shitty Godzilla movies. So these are like, it's a new thing. Right. So Gareth Edwards kicked it off with yeah, of course. Godzilla, yep. which is great. Watch that. It's a very good film. It's okay, what yep. he got hired for Star Wars off yeah, yeah. the back of. Um, and Skull Island, the King Kong movie, right. which is sick. It's so goofy. Do you know much about that? Yeah, I, I know. I, all these movies that I intend to watch at some it's, point in my life. It's set in the 70s. Right. And it's like, so Godzilla's set in the 90s. No, it's set now in the 90s. And that's set in the 70s. And it's like Apocalypse Now meets King Kong. It's like set on an island. It's like Sam Jackson's like an army general. They meets the like army. a video game, right? Like it really feels like they're moving from meets boss to anime. Boss. The dude who made it is making the Metal Gear Solid movie. Mm. Be- good friends with Kojima, and also heavily influenced by Evangelion. He's gone on the record saying like, "There's a- there's these creatures in it that look just like these um, angels in the Evangelion movie." That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's they're so fun and goofy. Great casts. They're just stupid fun. Um, Godzilla is like a better film I think but this trailer just looks beautiful it's like all of them like so King Ghidorah like the three headed dragons in it Mothra like it's all these Unreal. like classic God- and the plot looks like the Titans have to come back and protect the world cool because Godzilla's kind of an ally in the first yeah, one yeah. he like fights these aliens these not aliens these other huge things and then like goes back to the sea like defends the human head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool. And it's kind of, they're all linked with like this agency called Monarch who are like, have been studying huge, these mega like, like Godzilla, King Kong that have been around for millennia 
and it's like this secret government and it's kind of that's the Nick Fury I guess they, yeah, they're right, in kind fine. of each movie like different they're like S.H.I.E.L.D. so that's what's kind of tying it all together but you should watch them they're like fun yeah that sounds like a lot of fun yeah they're good but um, that was my pick of the trailer just because like you know the American Godzilla from 98 is just like such a like pinnacle of how not to do something the Roland Emmerich film like it's still written about today as like Broderick the worst film yep. and just disgustingly bad his area in so terribly like not great to its past Puff daddy and led zepp yeah together at last but yeah these new ones you know they're like the japanese actors in them it's like a joint production with toho and oh, stuff great. yeah they you know they're it's very respectful to the original godzilla yeah, sick. that's awesome but yeah check them out the, and the godzilla design's awesome it actually looks like godzilla unlike the um the 98 one, which looks like a big raptor. <laughs> totally. Like this big goofy grin and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sick. And then, yeah, you see in the trailer, like Godzilla, like all of his spines lit up and he shoots his like bright blue, like energy into the sky. Unreal. Just like, yes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. May, may, it's really good. Maybe I'm just in the zone too much about it, but. No, most of the movies are awesome. I've got to watch it. i got to check it yeah, out. Yeah. So, I, you know, besides Marvel, the, the and I'm not calling Star Wars a shared universe. Like, that's a franchise. But the MonsterVerse is going to be exciting, man. They've been two for two for me so far. Yeah, great. And then they're following up Godzilla with um, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It's going to be fucking sick. Um, what about the uh, DC's other trailer? That, wow. Which is the Titans. The Titans trailer, so it's called the Titans, right? The new streaming, uh, the new series they're making for their streaming service, which is not yet available in Australia. Yeah, so I didn't know much about the streaming service, but after seeing this, it looks like... Um, all your favorite DC characters are back and uh, now they listen to emo and say fuck and shoot people. So it's like Zack Snyder's like... It's so, so weird that this is getting made. Like, I understand. It's appalling. I just don't, I don't get how they thought this would be a you good You can be idea. dark without swearing and having Robin kill people. Like this seems to be the... This seems to be such a weird thing in Camp DC. They're like, how do we make something dark? And it's like, oh, we can have a raining or we could have like, you know... Maybe the character has got a tragedy. Like, that to me is dark enough. You could set a movie in daylight and have a tragic character, and that's still tragic. A lot of Batman Begins, like all the Bruce Wayne stuff, that's all in daylight. Like, there's still a tragedy and a darkness to it. But this is just like, nah, man, you have Robin shoot someone in the head and say, fuck Batman. And it's just like, man, did you guys double down on being dumb cunts? Like, because that's what the DC is definitely standing for right now. Very weird that, uh, yeah, it looks I, shit. Like so I'd, many weird I'd, decisions. I'd, Teen Titans go over that any day. Teen Titans, movie, I can't wait for that movie. Same. I am jacked as shit. I saw Ant Man again, um, and that was a trailer for it. I was oh, just great. like, "Fuck yes!" It looks so fun. That's that's the Teen Titans I want. I want some goofy little teens. I don't want. I just can't believe he stabs someone in the neck with like a batarang, and then shoots people and goes, "Fuck Batman!" <laughs> it's insane. Um, they uh, also released a. Um what did you think of it? Of, of the, of the tri- Titans, right? I thought yeah. it was awful. Yeah, it, it looks was, disgusting. Was like, I, I just think it looks... Do you know what it reminds me of? Like the early noughties when we had a big like break from comic book movies. And I guarantee that's what they wanted the X-Men movie to be like. It's like when Blade and X-Men came out where it was right, just yeah, like, sure. this goes so dark. This is like not going to be fun and just real... X-Men's ser- super fun. First one's kind of fun, I think. No, it's really, really all fun. Right, I'll watch it again. I, 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 I always back, found two super fun. I backed that first X Men movie. I actually, that's my favorite of all the X Men movies. Really? Yeah, yeah more than still, two. I rewatched it again recently. I love it. It's like yeah, right, such right. a good pace. Yeah, it is a good pace. It's because there hadn't been a comic book like yeah. pace to ape for a long time. Totally. Yeah, I always found two more fun. It does, it's not an origin movie either. Like they already have their established. Pa- pa- yeah. It's not a team yet, and it's like yeah. it's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the Titans trailer, it just, it looks like... It fucking stinks. It looks like something that you thought DC had learned their lesson on just... But no, they doubled down. Re- ...returning to the well and doing it even worse. There's a huge problem with them and just this, da- this like, a, you know, the Shazam's like the o- opposite end and that looks great and Aquaman doesn't look dark at all. It just looked kind of plain to me. Yeah. But it doesn't go for the like gritty... Well, that's a problem though, but when they... Tr- when they so I'm guessing well, Aquaman set before Justice League, right? I don't know, but it looks like they're kind of retroactively... Like, I feel like it, that was always going to be a darker movie and... After the reception to Justice League, Dawn of Justice, um, Superman, like, Batman. Batman, Superman, like you know, you felt that, like the the lightness in Justice League didn't feel genuine. It felt no, it was like the most forced ever. It was like, it know, was like somebody trying to wake post. you up and turning the lights on at five a.m. Going, all right, get out of bed. Yeah, and you're totally. just like, This isn't light. This is it's still dark. Yeah, um, and I, I, I get that vibe from the Aquaman trailer too. That it, there's also some other shit. See, they announced like a new Buffy. Yeah, but it's weird. They haven't cast anybody yet. But they're like, Buffy's black. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like, it's going to be a black Buffy. 
I'm like, what, what about a Latino Buffy or like a Chinese American Buffy? It's well, just what about a Buffy based around the the actor that you've? That's what that I mean. Why yeah, not yeah. like cast a young woman of color first and then announce it? They literally just like, there's no cast shit, but it's Black Buffy. It's like he just woke up one day and was like, Black Buffy. But it's just like, what if there's a mad Chinese Buffy or a mad Japanese American or Korean Buffy? It's so weird to be like, it's like it's like saying like we're making Lady Ghostbusters without finding out the actresses first. No, that makes sense to me in my head a bit more than this. Okay, no, yeah. you're right. It does make more sense, it, but it's also not like, hey, we got a great idea. These particular women are so okay, funny. We're gonna make her. If if a black creator got in touch with Joss Whedon and was like, hey, black I've got Buffy. an idea, Black Buffy. Yeah, maybe I'm a bit more on board. Yeah, but if it's just Joss Whedon going like, Black Buffy. Buffy's back and she's black. Yeah, it just feels Buffy's really back. and this time in black form. <laughs> It just feels really ingenuine. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. I think there's a black showrunner, maybe, but okay. it's still made by Joss Whedon, or there's going to be a black. There's some black involvement, definitely. But I just still Lady think. Lady expert, Joss Whedon. <laughs> CEO of women's rights, <laughs> Joss Whedon, of women's brain uh, patterns, Joss Whedon. I found that, um, yeah, that's a weird one. What was weirder? Um, what else was there? Were you going to do a, se- a segue into James Gunn? No, I was trying to think. Weirder. No, what was dope? Um, Clone Wars Oh Clone Wars coming back They it's rescued back. it They rescued it So you know Clone Wars was a series That was made In between Like that's all we had Before it was uh, We knew there was going to be A sequel trilogy mm-hmm. Or a Disney purchase And it was on Cartoon Network And it's so acclaimed It's still like held in Like some of those episodes I hate that animation Man you get used to it Seriously okay. Yeah There's a charm you, you end up Start looking at it Because they're kind of Caricatures and they end up, they you start thinking them are drawn, it's 2D almost, and it works because they've got exaggerated features. It's awesome as hell, man. Um, it's kind of abandoned, yeah. It was continued in a way with Rebels because some characters come back and you're like, oh, great, it's all canon and it still links, and it's 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 definitely canon, but it was abandoned and they're finishing off a final season on Disney streaming service, all voice cast, everything. The trailer was so good, it was so fan servicey, and it was just like. Well, yeah, all these voice actors you came to love and these, like, it wasn't, there's so much left unanswered. It ended on kind of a cliffhanger and then it was sadly abandoned. We're like, oh, it's never going to get finished, but it looks like Disney, you know, did the right shit or whatever in relation to Cartoon Network and who owns the rights and uh, getting it back. It's sick. Yeah, they, um... It's enough time for you to watch it. Back to D, yeah, (laughs) holy shit. Back to DC very quickly. They also announced, well, they gave a full trailer after announcing that they were going to bring back, um, uh, is it either Young Justice or Teen Titans? Young Justice. Young Justice season, season three? Yes, it's been resurrected. For, for, Same for voice. Yeah, yeah, too. I saw that too. I, I, see, they really, it's like a seven minute kind of like super cut trailer of like, I'm not sure if it's like stuff that happened at the end of season two or like, yeah. but whatever. I I've only watched the first season of that show. It's um, good though, right? And, Everyone uh, likes that. Yeah, it's, it's like extremely serious, but it's not dark. Um, and it's pretty It's pretty enjoyable Yeah Definitely in line with Same anime Like Bruce Tim style It's a Tim uh, verse no, isn't it's, it? It's, no it's it's like you know The semi anime looking right. DC stuff Sure but We didn't was, see anything That, that Star too. Wars Resistance I thought we were going to get Some of that Which is the new 2D series I reckon they'll be saving that For yeah. someone else But no we were saying before Yeah throughout all of this Hoo-ha with comic book movies Um James Gunn fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Yeah um, And I, I'm sure you've all heard Thousands of hot takes yeah. um, about this subject, but new stuff keeps emerging from it. So basically, uh, a gross right-wing fucking accused rapist. Mr. Pizzagate himself. Uh, Acclaimed shithead. Um, basically, like, dug up... I think I'm saying that right. Chernovich or Cernovich? Chernovich, yeah. Mispronounce it as best you can. Yeah. Um, Nazi bitch. He... Uh, Found some like you know reasonably. Crook oh man, he would. He's sitting on them for ages. That I James Gunn tweeted. James Gunn's very anti-Trump as well. He's a yeah. very, very vocal anti-Trump. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the same way that you or I are, like you know, if someone brings it up to us, or you know, like we'll re- retweet something and be like, "This is yeah. shit." I guess we're not really that. Yeah. Political. Like, like in, no, in I, I'm like I can't be with my job. Yeah, sure. I, I never speak about my alignments. Um, but I hate Trump though. So <laughs> there you go. Figure it out. Um, but yeah, so he got targeted and, and you had these like old tweets used against him and has now been forced. And to you know what? They were dumbass, shitty 3. tweets. Absolutely. Um, 
It's, I see them every day though by following like alt Twitter users, like funny people on Twitter. Yeah, like it's this, it's shit that's. And it's also like the kind of movies that he was making before he made Guardians were like you know all the trauma movies. They were intentionally like shock value movies. Yeah, he was a schlocky dude. So I'm it not, doesn't make any like I'm not excusing like, the it's, tweets it's at all. In either. line with the kind of character that was making those movies, he thought he's then. been too edgy for you as well. And he apologized. No one used Twitter then either, no. and he had such a small audience on Twitter. Yeah, right. And he apologized. Totally. Really, years like ago Years ago And in a really really genuine mm. Acceptably Acceptable way But because Of you know The climate Etc I'm not going to say Whether or not He should have his job or not But what I'm going to say Is this is I personally think Yes He should have his job Okay so he just did I think I think <laughs> so Those tweets were shitty And inexcusable Like I haven't tweeted Stuff like that before no. You haven't tweeted Stuff like that before But But like you know If you It's Twitter's like it was before Twitter was. It was before a president started making declarations of war on Twitter as well. It's like, not it hard a very to, find, different to world. go back ten years ago and find someone saying words that they, that they now would never use. No one's born perfect, you know. Like I'm learning every day. Like what words are insensitive? What like descriptors are not are outdated? Because you don't you don't get a fucking mail out. They don't go like, oh, um, yeah. You know, it, this is a slur, but trying like. Tranny isn't a good word. Like, you don't get the mail out for that. You learn from hearing about and talking with people in communities that you don't speak to normally or that aren't exposed to you. And it's, not, it's not because you ever thought it was a good word. It's no, just because you heard other people use word. it and you didn't see them condemned for it. So, I think educating so, people when something goes... When, when a word is misused or an offensive word's used, un, like, unintentionally, rather than getting angry and having the whole, like, I shouldn't have to explain this, I think it's so valuable to explain to somebody why a word, why a descriptor, why anything is actually not the right word mm. and why because you don't get mail outs you don't get an email blast from like the king of the internet or the world who's like we don't say this now we don't say that like you need to learn by making mistakes exactly and often it takes us seeing someone else fuck up and, and learning from that mistake to, to then also learn from them to be made example and, and, I, and I think like in this instance like you know like it should be okay for people to, to fuck up and, and you're not born and, perfect and like I've made mistakes I've used wrong descriptors I've used wrong terms I've used wrong I've used words. offensive terms I've used offensive terms not thinking they were as offensive as likewise using. because yeah. they were used on me and I'm like that's a word that you can use you yeah, know exactly, what I mean yeah. and also it, the thing that I want the big takeaway I want to say is like I think that this isn't the first we're going to see unfortunately or the last no it's good. It's not the last Yeah, it's, it's come out in the last 24 hours that uh, um, Ryan, Ryan Johnson director of The Last Jedi deleted 20,000 tweets so he's already responded to it just then being like it's not because of bad stuff I mean it's not, like, it's not preemptive so he says but like you know it's just in case he doesn't want to have his past weaponized against him yeah so what you know I, I, this actually was spoken about on Town, like when a SNL writer was fired recently and the left were all up in arms being like oh man like you know they, they, this is so bad like we should be able to say what we want like it was a joke and it's like no 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 because in a way the left it, it invented the calling out of culture and digging up people's pasts to so that it's 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 shitty because the right have taken you know what was a tool of the left almost and weaponized it and disney have responded to basically the demands of a Nazi. Like, I'm being very dramatic there. Yeah, sure. But it's the opposite of what we've seen. Last year, we had the huge Me Too movement, which saw a lot of shitty men in power finally get called out or made examples of for their shitty behavior, which was excused for so long. And now it's almost like, I'm not at all comparing the two movements, but it's like, oh, now the right are kind of biting back. And they're yeah, like, well... You don't need you to don't compare th- the two movements, but you, what you can compare is that like these shitty tweets that James Gunn did are being put on the same pedestal Harvey as Weinstein, like, like raping someone. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, they, they, have, to, they have to get in the same bin with all the... It's like, with no, with it doesn't Spaces work like that. And Louis CKs. And it's like two entirely I different things. I thought you said Kevin Smith for a minute. I was about to smash this glass over your head. I was like, Kevin is only in one bin and one bin only. The <laughs> AFM bin. AFM Heroes bin. AFM yeah, Heroes. <laughs> Lifetime member. <laughs> Life member achievement. Yeah, I, it, I get it. it. You know, it's, it, it is a scary idea that all these people that we love could not make stuff anymore with, with these enormous companies. A lot of the cast has started. Dave Bautista has been extremely vocal. Which is cool. He's being extremely awesome and vocal. Um, uh, Zoe Zaldana said something and he, she's like, I, I won't, I don't want to say anything yet, but I will say I love all, and all was in caps, my Guardians get family. Yep. And Dave retweeted, is like, man, you speak when you're ready. Like, he's like rallying the troops up. He is mega pissed. There's no way Pratt will say anything, but I'm no, sure. No, he's a God-fearing, lovely 
Christian. Yeah. He's not going to say anything. Uh, but uh, the Plus, he fucked up in Infinity War. Like, we're all angry at Star <laughs> You know, if he wants to redeem himself, he should say something. Um, Bobcat Goldthwait, which out of nowhere, did you see? He's like, no? he's a voice in an upcoming Disneyland attraction. What did he say? He's a comedian, but he's like, he demanded that Disney remove his voice from the attraction out of support of James Gunn. Wow, did you see James Gunn's brother's series of tweets, which were really... No, because he, yeah, he's, he's, he's an actual guardian. Yeah, he was like, I've seen my brother, and he was edgy, and he's like, I remember him in his 20s trying to shock us all, and he said really shitty stuff. But, you know, it's, he, he when he made the first Guardians, he's like, I learned from... James said, like, I learned from this movie how to be a better person and learned an important lesson about not trying to be shocking and stuff. Like, and he's like, it's just a shame. And I understand what they've done, but it's kind of a really nice thread. Yeah, and someone um, tweeted or I, I saw someone give the analogy that all the Guardians movies are about, like, not good people. No, becoming, they meet in jail. Becoming better people. It's they meet a, in and, jail. And through their mistakes and, and, uh, and, and learning from their mistakes. Again, I'm not, like, saying you should tweet that shit, but also, like... Twitter back then is a, like we didn't so have different. presidents being like I'm coming for you Iran. But also like people like saying like he, that he that he supported pedophilia. He it's like he made he jokes made a shitty about joke it. about it. Yeah. Like nothing that like Family Guy or South Park or something haven't made jokes about either. Like they're gonna fight. They're gonna like call out the writers of those shows now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and strip them of their writers guild stuff. It's just. It's it's set a dangerous dangerous precedent that the House of Mouse have like basically acquiesced. That's that's the big thing I want to like. I don't want to. Really Thank you so much for tweets. calling out the House of Mouse. I really appreciate yeah, that. We've got to say that once per episode, yeah. or we we die. Well, we're not allowed to make. We're not allowed to make. Yeah, it's um, it's just shitty that they acquiesced to pretty much pressure from the right. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, it's not also surprising. They're a huge corporation. They yeah. get a lot of money from. I guess yeah, there is the reality of that situation. But in this, like, I mean, surely. All it takes is a statement saying this is not the same James Gunn that made the movie. He apologized. The dude had to apologize twice. Yeah. Which is really, I find, I, I appreciate his second apology. But I'm also like, dude, you don't have to. You apologized. But as they become a bigger and bigger conglomerate. like Imagine apologizing for something you did 10 years ago and apologized for and still having to apologize for it now. You're not that person 10 years ago. No, totally. Like you're a completely Especially different person. Especially if that thing is a series of dumb jokes on the internet. That's what I mean. Like yeah. how, how belittling and like... How, how you just feel like a naughty child. Totally. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I tried to make a joke which didn't land on the internet. Like, it's just, I, I find it so odd. And th- these times are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're living in fucked times. Um, so, Angus, before we uh, close this episode out, you yeah. saw a little movie that you were extremely excited yes. about yesterday. Anybody who's paid attention to my social media footprint recently may have noticed a <laughs> certain Thomas Cruise. We've spoken about it on the pod. But all those roads had led to... No, this is the last, second last stop before the major road, which will be Mood's new t-shirt range. So Angus is... Uh, Finally made label. its debut last night in the wild, the shirt, the first, only one of one at the moment, which was a real hoot. Um, oh, wow. I'm going to Tasmania. Um, <laughs> going, when are you going to Tasmania? Uh, for one night out. stand. I just got an email then. Okay, fine. That's mad. It's good there. Good oysters. Like That's oysters? cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm my dad's. I'm Tasmanian. Oh yeah, of course. That's yeah, right. get in touch with my Rudy's. <laughs> um, that's fuck. That's in a month. Um, do you want to feed the cat? No, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, so I saw Mission Impossible Six. Uh, sorry, Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, yeah, and man, it was. I'm not going to speak about it because I know we have a, in particular, a very spoiler-free listener. <laughs> also, I haven't seen it, so it's worth. Yeah. Um, the only spoilers I will fuck say is there's some fuck off big ass stunts in this movie, and that. Um, I'm going to actually speaking about it more at length next week. I've been invited back to Total Reboot to talk about all of the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Over two episodes, which I think we're doing at once, which is going to be... I wouldn't like to listen to that second one too loudly because I'm going to be... I'm making too many points, but I'm just like... Remember when cinema like kicked off well and truly, like that golden age, uh, the, the bronze age or whatever of um, cinema with like Buster Keaton running on top of trains. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, we've come full circle with, with the Mission Impossible franchise where Tom Cruise is doing all of these in-camera effects, barely a harness and just like being a fuck off crazy dangerous dude. And I'm like, acting's gotten back to like running on top of trains and trying not to like hit the tunnel like yeah, Buster yeah, Keaton yeah. used to. It's kind of How old fascinating. is Tom Cruise now? He's like 56 or something. So insane. But man, I'm... Um, Again, in the rare category of franchises like the Toy Story series or the Star Wars films or Marvel to a degree. Marvels have ups and downs. Yeah. yeah. But no, Dark Knight Trilogy, I think, was consistently great. Didn't get better. But Mission Impossible movies have honestly just gotten better. 
I think Star Wars movies have gotten better. I mean, I think The Last Jedi is still... Your favourite. I think after Empire, it's my favourite. It's just so fucking different. And I love... We, you know, we've spoken about that a lot. I think Mission Impossible is on that thing of like different directors bringing something to it. And it's just... Man, the guy's played the same character for close to 20 years. <laughs> it's kind of insane that there hasn't been a reboot, that there hasn't been a... There's been a soft reboot, I guess, when JJ took over and... It just kind of ditched what they were doing before. Ditched all the masks that are. No, John, no, there's John so Wayne. many masks, man. It's awesome. Really? There's some, man, isn't it the best mask scene maybe in this? That's so funny. The masks are a huge part of every movie. Like they're, in they're in Ghost Protocol. Yeah, they're in Ghost. Dude, the masks in JJ's scene when he's dressed up as um, Philip Seymour Hoffman and the door opens and they've got the real knocked out Philip Seymour Hoffman and the bouncer's like, are you I, Yeah, I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen three? I gotta see three. Three is so good, man. Okay. All right. Three is the best. Philip Seymour Hoffman, best. Up until maybe five and six, best Mission Impossible. I've seen one, two, and four. I think. Yeah, yep. three is incredible. Watch from watch from one onwards if you can again. All right, there's references to all of them to a degree in this film. It's the first time they've been very referential of the past. But yeah, it's great. The pacing's great. It has one of the best chase to try and ki- capture something while a chase is going on since. Um, the Joker wanted to get Harvey Dent. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. There's a very similar, not similar scene, but like a 20-minute sequence of a lot of cars, convoys, and people trying to get one person, extract them. And that's that. I was like, oh, man, this is, I'm just getting Dark Knight feels from yeah, it. Yeah, unreal. Great score. So good. Amazing. Henry Cavill is fucking great in it. That's so amazing. He's so out of character in it. How's like, his, I'm how's so, his moustache? Man, worth every cent. Like, <laughs> it's worth destroying. Just, how good is that? What a big dick move still. Just like, nah, fam, you guys fucked up. We're not changing our shit for your reshoots. Yeah, totally. And I just looked at that moustache. <laughs> Go see this movie for any reason, even if you hate Tom Cruise. If you haven't seen the others, just to see 35 mil on the big screen. <laughs> I mean, super, sorry, CinemaScope on the big screen. Go see the biggest movie just to see that beautiful natural moustache and how nice it looks. Amazing. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try and see it before we record next week. Great action. Yep. It's just good, man. They're just good movies. Like, he doesn't, like, fuck, like, around, like, Bond. Like, he's just a likable character. Sure. He's just, like, pure good. Chaotic good, maybe. Sure. Yeah. And, it, man, nice callbacks to every movie. Sick. Yeah. Ving Rhames, a real one. Um, Ving Rhames still can't wear a hat straight. It's always got that slant, which I'm loving, no matter if it's a beanie, a cap, a pork pie hat. Vingy Rhames always on that slant. I love it. I want to call, like, a... We've got to call something Ving Rain Slant. <laughs> Just have everything on an angle. Like he's I love the go. idea of someone following him around with a spirit level. Yeah, and they're and like, like yeah. okay, Ving's ready to go, everybody. <laughs> M- Mr. Rames is ready for his shot. <laughs> he looks like, yeah, he's, he's got such an array of hats. It looks like he's auditioning for the Expendables because <laughs> they always wear dumb fucking or, hats. Or um, the Master of Disguise reboot. <laughs> yes. He's just so good in it, man. Simon Pegg's great. Yeah, it was real fun, man. I can't wait to see it. It's the first time they've had a director do two in a row. Yep. Um, Christopher McQuarrie. Do you like it more than number five? It's the direct Nambo sequel to five. five. It's the first time too they've done like a real direct sequel. It okay. pretty much picks up immediately after oh, five. Cool. So it's Great. worth watching five, which uh, has a lot. Basically, you won't get as much out of it as you will. Right. Sick. Yeah. And man, that theme song. I mean. <laughs> the Limp, Limp Bizkit came back, right? Yeah, they're back. When I said there were callbacks, uh, Freddie Durst is back. And uh, this time he's yeah angrier. Um, also, shout outs to Jonah Hill for putting out the trailer for mid '90s, which is great. Yeah, you reckon that one looks cool? Yeah, did I you watch it, looks it? Like, it looks like a real bummer. I don't think so. I think it looks like a coming of age. Like there'll be scenes which you're bummed, and you're like, "Man, I remember that type of situation in my life." But then I think there's going to be some when it kicks into the new slaves like outro at the end, that yeah. real hopeful music. I yeah. was like, "Yeah, Jonah knows what he's doing, man." <laughs> I'll definitely see it. It looks yeah, cool. yeah. I want to get Jonah on the pod. If anyone's listening and knows Jonah Hill. Let's get him on the pod to talk about mid-90s. Um, did you watch the latest episode of, the, of Who is America? Yeah. Did you see the guy got this, the, the fucking senator that yells the N-word? Did you see who wrote and directed it? Yeah, our boy Nathan Fielder. Nathan Fielder. And you could kind of tell. There's a whole bunch of Absolutely crew, Tim yeah. Heidecker's production company. And it wasn't the in- first episode. It was the second one. Apparently, Nathan's directing and writing the, a lot more coming up in the season. Yeah, that's great. Maybe the first was a pilot or something, and maybe they got Nathan on board after. But that dude got fired. Oh, he's yeah, so the senator, the governor, who, who says, like, governor, whatever his name is. No, the yeah. governor fired. He's like he is no longer here anymore. So wild, just screaming the n word. But I'm like, I, I, can you imagine like everyone realizing that they've been swindled by Sasha Baron Cohen and that their episode hasn't even aired yet? Just going, oh my god, I spoke to that dude. Yeah, like, is this is this. Is this um, hypocritical of us now talking about like how shit it was with James Gunn's tweets and now being like, nah, sucked in, all these idiots got tricked? No, you know what? They're, like, they're not the same 
Excellent. You know, the Bachelor girl was loving it. She's given an interview and she's like, oh, I'm flattered that I was on that. And I, I feel I felt bad for her. She was like actually manipulated. She's a good sport about it now. I, you yeah. should read it. I think it was with Vulture this week. She's like, they were like saying my agent was outside and they're telling my agent that I was outside. They wouldn't let us chat. And all this crew were speaking in Italian. Like they hired like to keep it up and they were getting her to say stuff like, don't worry, we're only showing it in a country where no one knows you. You'll be okay. And yeah. she, she went along with it. I mean, in the end, like, don't say like child soldiers are yeah, I know, good. I know. I feel like... Like it, but she's like now going, oh, I'm flattered that it was Sasha, that I've been made fun of by. And I was like, that's cool. Like out of all of them, she was the person I thought wouldn't be as chill with it. Sure. And the fucking Dick Cheney signing the waterboard. Oh my God. What's your favorite war? And he's like, Desert Storm. <laughs> Just yeah. like absolutely mental. I'm really enjoying this show. I yeah, didn't, me too. I didn't think like when- How good was going to the tiny like buttfuck town and like- Guessing the mosque is no, coming. I mean, okay, it made me. I couldn't laugh. I wouldn't let myself laugh at that because I just felt so uncomfortable. That was very Nathan for you. I thought that sequence, like yeah, you could yeah. see him going to pitch something to yes. a group of people and then being like, "It's a kiddie porn thing or something," and they're just going, "Absolutely no!" It was like yeah, it, it reminded mosque. me of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very. That was a really well done thing that made me feel so uncomfortable. And yeah, it, I, just the a, audience being yeah. like, "I am racist." Yeah. And we have black people here, but we don't like them. Yeah, it was, like, we tolerate fuck. them. Like, yeah, fuck. It was so. Yeah, heavy. this series has been great. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I like that we got new characters too. Like, I wonder if we're going to get more. Yeah, totally. The, How uh, wild would it be if last episode, Borat. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone knows it's Sasha Baron Cohen, but everyone just loves Borat. They go along with it. <laughs> He's back, baby. Borat's back in pog form. Last thing I want to quickly give a shout out to before I know you've got to run um, is uh, Infinity Train. You heard about this? Um, you know how Cartoon Network air like a series of like, you know, short pilots? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them a while ago was this like bizarre show called Infinity Train. Right. And it's uh, about a girl who um, wakes up with a, a green number on her hand. And basically in the in the short, it was her going from carriage to carriage in this train. It's cartoon, yeah. Cartoon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very, very like the bizarre insanity that you get from like an Adventure Time or, yeah, sure. or a regular show. It's a bit more grounded in terms of time. So it's like comedic? Yeah, comedic. Oh, right. And heaps of weird stuff like talking porgies. Corgis, sorry. Cor- Porgies. Porgies. Shout um, out to Ryan Johnson. Uh, talking Corgis and like um, and like weird robots and stuff like that. Um, but uh, a really eerie tone to it. And it got announced that it got picked up and they've released like a teaser for the next season. And it's called Infinity Train. Infinity Train. Man, it looks fucking great. Was this like recently the little teaser came up? The, yeah, the teaser came up. There was a pilot for a show recently I really want to watch. It's like bad CG. Right. It came out this, this Sunday and like, man, the art style. Is it's different to what the initial teaser were, and then of course the internet's angry that it's like slightly different, but like what the premises or the art style? The art style is like, but I love the character design is so no, it's good. cute as hell. Yeah, and it, it's really one. like it's got a darkness to it that I'm really, really, really psyched about. It looks unreal. Yeah, that looks sick, man. I'm on That's board. That's I want to watch. Go check out the Infinity Train. Just wish this sh- is this shit easy to watch out here? Do you need like a fucked cable subscription? Well, the Infinity Train is just on the, the pilot's on YouTube. It's super Sweet. easy to watch, and then the teaser is on Cartoon Network's Facebook page. Um, very on board the Infinity Train train. I'm trying to find this show that... What kind of show? Is it like a cartoon? It was like a comedian show. I'll find it later. This is going to be bad way to end. I should have done research, not... Nah, fuck research. research. Fuck research. Well, that was cool. Hey, uh, if you want to research how to give us some money, we've got a Patreon page, <laughs> patreon.com. It's the only thing we've actually researched is hey how fan. you guys can give us money. Um, and uh, next week, we are going to be recording a new episode of our radio show. Oh, yeah, 2008, baby. Um, which is going to be a look back at five songs each that we loved in 2008. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and we also have an f- incredible Facebook group going, um, which is for our patrons only, in which uh, Angus is uh, the meme master. Every week starts a I'm, new um, thread I'm of the so best active. memes. I'm so active, hey. You, Man, you're, you're, you do more in there than I do. Yeah, it was, you were good at chatting. I'm good at like dropping a bomb and walking away. Dropping a pic. I'm, I'm dropping, dropping picks. a pic with all the other admins. I'm such a responsible admin. No, I'm having a ball in there. To me, I, you know, I know there's a lot of people saying like, I miss the chat. Um, I don't, and this is really good. This is like, <laughs> this is uh, this is good. This is manageable. Yes, definitely. I mean, I feel like we can be more more in control of it too. Yeah, I think that um, I just got FOMO from not being as present in the chat. But also, um, like, if you wanted to be more present, you have to spend, like, your half your day reading it, so... And it wasn't worth it. It was just, like, really banal stories <laughs> <laughs> from great people. <laughs> from me, mostly. No, you, yeah, you just spoke about games. I'm like, I do that every week <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> with you. 
Um, then anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast. Or uh, why don't you send us an email to an email address that we occasionally yeah. get emails at. Yeah. Heyfampodcast at gmail.com. We're also I'm going to get Twitter. back into emails this year, I think. Oh, yeah. The emails are coming back, I'm going to start dropping a pic and just sending the emails and being like, how are you? Love it. Did you both get an almost there? Yep, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's so weird. We got it at the same we time. We both stand notifications. Did they send it out at the same time? Well, no, if you haven't hit your stand goal on your Apple Watch by tw- 10 to the hour. It's 10 to. Yeah. You, you, you there get you a, go. You get a little nudge. That's really funny that you and I both went, ooh. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, if you want to find us on Twitter, Angus is at Chimichangus. I'm sure at Levdog, L-E-V-D-O-W-G. Um, Splendor, if you're listening, we'd love to do a live HeyFam uh, headliner set next yeah. year. Bump, bump um, Kendrick or someone for us. Perfect. I was thinking, I want to like start a like a pitch now for them to get Rihanna as headliner for Splendor next year. I, I, you know, it's weird that he didn't play Loyalty. Mm. He played it when I saw him. There was only like two extra yeah, I think songs. It wasn't so much weird. It was just that he played for like one hour exactly at Splendor. Yeah. 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 It was a great set. Great set. Uh, thank you so much. The visuals were sick, right? They were. I like especially the loved the part where it was like big black black screen, and suddenly just the text, three words: "Enjoy your morning." Enjoy it. You're the best agent we have. How do you prepare for such tense missions? By waking up every morning, going up on the roof and kissing and by repeating my own personal mantra poopity scoop poopity scoop scoop dee dee whoop whoop dee scoop dee poop poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop whoopity dee scoop whoop poop poop dee dee whoop scoop poop poop scoop dee dee whoop whoop dee dee scoop whoop dee dee scoop poop This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.